Everyone wants to live for something greater than themselves, but how can we do this? Find out on today's episode of A View from the Wall. Join I Am A Watchman Ministries Managing Editor, Joe Kerr, with co-host Dylan Burroughs, bringing you a fascinating discussion regarding the importance of Bible prophecy and Christian living today as it relates to our responsibility as believers to be watchmen. This is A View From The Wall. Welcome to A View From The Wall. I'm Dylan Burroughs here with co-host Joseph Kerr, and we're honored to join you today. Back in 2008, the I Am Second movement started in Dallas as a nonprofit experiment. They asked themselves what would happen if we helped cast a vision of life lived for something greater. They began with short video stories from influencers in our nation, and today their stories have been watched more than 120 million times in virtually every nation of the world. Doug Bender is an I Am Second writer and small groups coach. He has developed many of the small group resources found at IamSecond.com and works with I Am Second's parent organization, E3 Partners, as a church planter and pastor in countries such as Ethiopia, Colombia, and the U.S. Doug, welcome to today's episode of A View from the Wall. Great to be on here. Oh, we love having you here with us today. And Doug, the organization I Am Second shares the stories of people all around the world who have found true satisfaction in learning to live second. For our listeners who may not be familiar with your ministry, take a little bit of time to share how it started, what it's all about. Yeah, well, we started as a simple outreach to our home city of Dallas, as you mentioned. And our our concept was simple. We said, how do we get into the homes of people who are looking for Jesus and aren't showing up to perhaps their local church? And right. we said, well, the Internet. And uh, so we built a website, and we put up advertisements in all sorts of places, online and offline, all pointing people to these stories of people who had found Jesus and put Him first in their lives. And so it began there as a way to say, let's tell the stories of real people facing all different kinds of stuff, but Jesus is always the answer to that. And then give them really simple, practical tools and and have something like that in their own lives. Your site features some celebrities, famous business people, recognized authors, musicians, and many others. How do you recruit those participants? Yeah, it's, you know, it's funny. It's, uh, once you get into certain circles, it's a, it's a small world. Uh, we, uh, I remember we had one guy, Colt McCoy, uh, quarterback, and we interviewed him and, uh, it, we got him from a friend of a friend of a friend and we got him in the chair and we said, well, do you know anybody who might be good for this? And he goes, well, my, my friend Sam Bradford, uh, who is, is still playing football. Um, yes. He, uh, he he might be good, so he called him right there in the chair and said, um, you should come on. <laughs> so uh, a lot of times it's, it's kind of like that. It's word of mouth. It's friends of friends. Um, but people have been seeing our stories and say, you know what? I, this is a place I want to share my story through. 
Yeah, so sometimes people are amazed at some of the influencers who have been changed by Christ, and you profile many of those. We've had a few on our show, like NFL great Benjamin Watson or New York Times bestselling author Eric Metaxas. They've been on I Am Second, and many of those recognized personalities are outspoken about their faith. They know how to share their story well, and you have such great content at IamASecond.com. But I'm curious, perhaps, of some of the people who've been on your videos and on your highlights that you've done who may have been sharing their testimony for the first time. Can you perhaps share a story about something like that? Yeah, you know, one of the people that we interviewed um, is actually the very first one we interviewed was a guy named Rod Bayron. Um, and we weren't intending on even interviewing him. We just needed to do a sound check. So we had him we had him sit in the chair we always interview folks in and we needed to test the sound. And so we said, can you say something? And he just started talking about what Jesus had done in his life. And it was such a moving story, as simple as it was. It was how God had moved through through his family line of of abuse and, and how God had healed them that we said, Man, this is this is powerful. Everybody's got a story. And so that's the thing we've been telling people for, for many years now, and that whether you're famous or not, God is doing famous-like things in your life. Um, we just got to look at it. We just got to look at our lives and say, where has God been with me? And talk about that. Tell people those steps along the way that that Jesus had to carry you through. Um, and that is hopefully what we are continuing to inspire people to go and do. People can find a lot of those stories in some of your books if they want to get the written content. Tell our listeners about the books that you've got for I Am Second. Yeah, the very first book we put out was just simply called I Am Second. It was a collection of a number of our stories and uh, of how people became second when they put Jesus first and God changed their lives. We had a follow-up book that uh, I put together for that called Live Second, which is a daily devotional for anyone who says, you know what, I do want to put Jesus first in my life. I want to see what that does when, when Jesus is put in that right place. So it's a day-to-day guide. Here's what do each day along the way. Um, just recently, we put out a brand new book back in uh, January called I Found Love. Um, and it delves into all sorts of topics, friendship, belonging, romance, and family, um, and what God's plan is for these areas of our lives. You know, we all have relationships that we want God to step into more, to heal or to give guidance in. And um, so that book brings the stories of what God is doing in people's lives. Um, and all of them uh, aim to be as practical as, as as we can, because, you know, God is not just this theoretical being in the sky. He cares about our lives, what we're actually doing from day to day. So that's what these uh, books are always pointing people towards. Right. And in addition to your books, I mean, if you're like me today, people are constantly sharing videos with one another. And a lot of times it's funny content, something to get a laugh. But these are very inspirational stories that people can use to change lives. Tell a little bit about some of the ways that people can use these videos to share their faith with somebody else. Yeah, one of the things we have been doing from the beginning to help people share um, not just their own stories, which we always want people to do, but to, right. to share stories of, of what we would call common interests. Like maybe you have a friend who they love country music. Well, we, we would say, hey, go grab the Carrie Underwood films and, and share that with someone as a way to introduce someone to Jesus. 
or maybe your friend is a corn fan. Well, to share that Brian had Welch, who was played in corn, and, and share that, or a race car fan, or a baseball fan, or a theater fan. We, we've tried to get stories from all walks of life so that when you want to talk to your friend about Jesus, introduce them to Jesus. We have a story on the site who can help you do that. It's a person that is, is they would recognize and, and look up to and say, oh, I didn't know they followed Jesus. Um, and hopefully help you spark a conversation with that friend or family member. Well, that's such a great tool, and it's very personalized as well, like you mentioned. And we're going to take a quick break before we continue our fascinating discussion with Doug Bender. So stay with us for more here on A View from the Wall. From I Am a Watchman Ministries, here's today's I Am a Watchman Minute. It is said that for every one hour that you are extremely angry, your life is shortened by a day. Proverbs 29.22 reads, A hot-tempered man gets into all kinds of trouble. Isn't that the truth? When we're angry, we tend to say what we shouldn't say and do what we shouldn't do. The truth is, when we lose our temper, we lose. We can lose respect, friends, our witness. Let prayer be your response to anger. When you're angry at someone, remember that Jesus loves that person and died for that person. What you get upset about shows the depth of your character and the level of your spiritual maturity. Visit imawatchman.com for free resources designed to help individuals grow in their spiritual walk and guard their witness. Be bold. Be faithful. Be a watchman. imawatchman.com Welcome back to A View from the Wall. As Joe and I continue our conversation with Doug Bender from I Am Second, we want to take a moment to feature a brief clip from one of their stories. Many of you may know Danny Gokey from his time on American Idol or from his hit music, but there's certainly more to his story. So take a moment to sit back to this one minute clip from Danny Gokey. From IamSecond.com. Well, I, mean, I think fear has always been one of those things that I've had to constantly battle with. Singer-songwriter Danny Gokey. There was always this, I guess, gnawing in the back of my mind, is God with me or is God going to leave me because of my mistakes? There was this verse that kept coming around. I mean, it was coming to the most random places. It was Psalm 4610. And it said, be still and know that I'm God. What does this mean? As I looked into the Hebrew of this verse, when it says, be still and know that I'm God, it says, stop fighting. Let go. Cause yourself to let go. Little did I know that my grip hanging on to the things I didn't understand, to the things I felt justified in were the very things that were pulling me down. But once I let my grip go, once I let it go, God answered my prayer. One of the most profound things that I've learned in my walk with Christ is that He is enough. My name is Danny Gokey, and I am second. You know, so many people listening to that segment right now could relate to the feeling of whether am I enough even though they may not live some high-profile life like Danny Gokey, what can a listener do who is questioning God as they try to learn from stories like Danny and others from I Am Second? Yeah, one of the things I love about the Danny Gokey story is the things he talks about, you would not expect he'd be struggling with. You know, he struggles that um, maybe God doesn't like him, doesn't approve him, that he hasn't done enough. But if you knew who Danny Gokey is, 
you think, but doesn't he sing for Jesus professionally? Of all the people in the world who would be afraid that maybe they haven't done enough, it shouldn't be this guy. Mm-hmm. But it is. Um, and that's the beauty of it. And that by hearing his story, hopefully we can be inspired and, and informed that our relationship with God is not determined by what we have done. It's, by, it's determined by what God has done. And that's something that Dana Goki had to learn through many years of, of, of hardship and ups and downs and is still, I'm sure, processing through some low times at, at moments. But it's something that his story can really speak into all of our lives on. We played just a clip, but most of the ones on the site are seven, eight, ten minutes long, not huge hour-long interviews, so people can enjoy them and share them, like you said, with a friend. But you also have some pretty intense pieces on there. Uh, one of them is titled An Innocent Man and a Crooked Cop, and there are several others that have some, some pretty deep themes. Talk about some of those. How did those come about, and, and what will people find there? Yeah, we have a whole series of films called Conversations. And in these films, we sit down people, uh, two people that you would not expect ever to have sat down and talked to each other. Um, but it's part of the, it's part of the, the beauty of what God does in our lives and that he brings people together in ways that, um, we wouldn't expect, but God is all about helping us love each other more. I mean, we've got, uh, uh, one film where we have a, a crooked cop who's sitting down with a guy who he, you know, damaged in many ways. Another one, we have a, a former white supremacist sitting down with this lady who was a uh, parole officer who's black and just what God did in their relationship. We have another one, Beth Nemo, from uh, who's mother of one of the early Columbine victims. And I'm um, sitting down with someone who actually brought a gun into sh- school and started shooting it. Um, and just seeing the, the, the deep truths of grace, of forgiveness, and of reconciliation that God brings is really quite powerful in these films. Well, that's certainly a great outreach to people. And one thing I like about your ministry is that when people go to IamASecond.com, there are all these videos and resources, but there's also a way to connect. Talk a little bit about the coaching that you have at I Am Second. How can people connect and get more involved? For everyone who comes on our site, we offer and encourage them to connect with what we call a Live Second Coach. If they've been inspired by one of the stories, or even if one of your listeners today is inspired by some of the stories we're, we're, we're sharing, um, we have someone who wants to talk to them and show them how to live it out in their life. Um, we have, uh, it's all a free resource. They go to our website and you'll see a button pop up. And, um, and it, uh, we offer in some cities that's available. We have live groups in person meeting. Um, we also have online groups that are meeting for um, anyone who says, you know what, I want to put Jesus first in my life, but I'm not exactly sure how to do that or where to go from here. And um, we have put together a, a nationwide team to help people do exactly that by having a live second coach talk with them and, and walk them through that. 
Well, that's great. In so many ways, I know that we're told to share our faith, come across as inauthentic. You know, some of the little booklets that have been used over the years or the outreach tools that we're given. But what I enjoy about I Am Second is you have these very relevant videos and other resources that help people in sharing their faith. And before we go to break, I just want to encourage people that when you go to IamSecond.com, IamSecond.com, you can check out their store and you can see all kinds of opportunities to perhaps pick up a hoodie, a shirt of some kind. They even have a face mask that has I am second on it. So when you wear that, people say, what is this I am second thing? And it opens an opportunity for you to share your story about how God has changed your life and to share some of the videos that they have on their website as well. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll have more. So stick with us here on A View from the Wall. The Bible predicts the rapture of the church is coming. Are you ready? Soon many will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. Only they will escape the dark days that are coming, a time of tribulation that will usher in the Antichrist and great destruction upon the entire earth. There's only one escape, one way, one light, one truth. His name is Jesus. He came and died so that we may live forever with Him. But to receive this new life, there are three things we must do. The ABCs of salvation. A. Admit you're a sinner and that you need a Savior. Ask for forgiveness and receive His grace. B. Believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that He came, lived, died, rose again, and will come again. Believe that He is Lord and God. C. Commit to walk His path the path He wants you to walk, and walk it out by faith. Then you'll be ready for the return of the Lord. To learn more about the rapture and how to know for sure, visit amiraptureready.org. I would say the low point is when I ran Miss Kay and the kids off. From IamSecond.com You're all alone, no hope miserable. Duck Dynasty's Phil Robertson. That's when I began to contemplate, is there a way out of all this? Robertson family matriarch, Kay Robertson. I said, I know who can help you. He said, who? You're going to say God? And I said, the only one who can help you. Jeff Robertson. I go in the house and they're just all sitting around the couch looking at me. And my dad said, Son, are you ready to change? And I said, what took y'all so long? We welcomed him home. We cried, we hugged him, we loved him, and we said, brothers, he's come back. Watch The Robertson Story at IamSecond.com. From IamSecond.com. To go to like a rave, you'd have to call a number at 12 o'clock at night. Then they give you directions to a map point. Whosoever's co-founder. Ryan Reese. You show up in Compton or Watts in the ghetto of ghettos, like straight like neighborhoods where you can get killed. You go up to this back industrial alley to this to this place and you just hear like You got like a wall of 60 speakers, like one whole wall, just the loudest electronic music. Guys with nitrous tanks just filling up balloons, you pop your acid or ecstasy or you know candy flip, you eat both at one time. Pretty much I felt good when I was buzzed or when I was high on drugs or whatever, because that was the story of my life. I was only happy when I was wasted. 
I decided that I have to change my life. Either I die at 32 years old or I change everything. Watch Ryan's story and others like these at IamSecond.com. Welcome back to A View from the Wall. As Joe and I continue our conversation with Doug Bender from I Am Second, we want to focus on helping those in need. Maybe this even applies to you as you listen today. And Doug, I know people are especially vulnerable right now. Many are still struggling with the effects of the virus and the pandemic. Others are alone or isolated. We hear about emotions people did not expect, whether it's depression, sometimes grief, or even suicidal thoughts. Uh, we have all these tools to help, but how can we make that connection? Talk a little bit about how I Am Second helps those who are in desperate situations today. Yeah, we, we have a, a number of things that we try to help folks with, whatever situation they're facing. I know a lot of folks right now are, are dealing with, with either health issues related to the virus or, or even just some psychological and emotional issues. Loneliness is something that everybody's dealing with, and it's a topic we talk about a lot. You know, the first resource we always try to point to people is just the stories themselves. These films can, just knowing that there's other people who are facing and have faced these issues can give you uh, just so much encouragement and help. But we also have small group materials. So if you've got others in your life and you say, you know what, maybe I, I need to talk with somebody, but I don't know how to do that. Well, we have um, a discussion guide for all different kind of topics. They're free downloads uh, relating to these films or these topics you can get on our website. And um, these are great for if you've got a small group at your church or, or even just as a family. You want to know how to talk through some of these issues as a family. Um, these are things that we, we provide as a free resource um, for anyone, um, whether you're an individual or a church leader, these are ways we help people take some practical steps in putting Jesus first in your life and finding the hope that, that he offers. Doug, you feature in many of the films what you call the white chair. How, how did that come about? I love those white chair segments and the stories, the way they're told. It's just incorporated as just one part of the feature, but there's a great story behind that. Tell how that came about. Yeah, so most of our films uh, feature our interview subject sitting in a very simple white chair. It's actually an Ikea chair, believe it or not. Um, and we tell them when they come, they, we say just wear, um, wear a black t-shirt, uh, maybe a pair of jeans if you'd like. And um, our, our mission for that was really quite simple in that we wanted to create this this simple but intimate environment where people could openly share their story. Um, there's no frills. There's, there's no, um, you know, special studio effects. Um, it, and part of this idea was we wanted the everyday person who's watching these films say, you know what? I can share my story. There's nothing overproduced or uh, overly complicated in the way we're sharing these stories. And I, maybe I can share mine, too. So that's something we've been wanting to do from the beginning. Believe it or not, we actually had another uh, chair at, for the early stages. We were testing out a, a black chair. There's one film, if you watch the uh, Jason Kasher film, you'll see a black one. But for the most part, we've chose a very simple set for the purpose of helping people see that they have a story, too, and they can go share it. You don't need anything fancy to do it. 
Yeah, and that's one thing I enjoy about the white chair. When you watch that segment, it gives you this inspiration of thinking about it from your own perspective of being that person in the chair and saying, what would I say if I was asked to share the reason why I believe in God, how he has changed my life? And I want to encourage our listeners to put yourselves in that position as you watch some of those videos at imsecond.com. You can find out how to better share your faith as well. And Doug, as we wrap up our program, we'd like to share at I Am A Watchman Ministries, what it means to be a watchman or a watchwoman in these last days. We're people who seek to watch and to warn and to witness as we have breath, as we have life in these final days. And as we wrap up our time today, take a moment to share how you would challenge and encourage those who are listening today with the message from I Am Second. You know, Watchman has a very simple mission. Their job is not to stop the oncoming army their job is to report on it. If you see something, you say something. And that is very much in line with the mission of our ministry in that we are encouraging people that if God has done something in your life, if he has done something, changed something in your life, your mission is to go and tell people that. You may not feel like you're some kind of great apologist or missionary or speaker or whatever, But if God has done something in your life, that itself is a miracle. The God of the universe has stepped out of heaven and done something in your life. You must tell people about that. That's that's your mission. And that is when we really get it, when we really understand what that means, that's a really big mission um, and an important one. So I would encourage folks, go tell your story. Tell people what God has done in your life. Amen. Well said. And again, we want to remind you that this is not just a set of stories that we share as people who are inspired by God. This is the teaching of Scripture. I think of 1 Peter 3, 15 and 16 that tells us, But in your hearts revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. I hope that's your goal today. And Doug has done a great job of articulating that with us here today. As people have questions, want to know more, where can they go to get information? Anybody who wants to learn more about I Am Second, get the free resources we offer, even to talk to a live coach, um, I encourage you to go to IamSecond.com. There you'll find everything you need to find Jesus, put Him first in your life, go and live it out. IamSecond.com. You can check out their videos, their books and resources and more. And let us say we appreciate you for joining us for today's program. We want to encourage you and serve you in any way we can. Take a moment today to go to IamAWatchman.com and check out our resources and join us next time here on A View from the Wall. A View from the Wall, in association with I Am A Watchman Ministries, exists to equip a worldwide audience with biblical truth, sharing it with others, and being prepared for Christ's imminent return. The team seeks to encourage, inspire, and equip watchmen for such a time as this. For information about the ministry and upcoming events, visit IamAWatchman.com. A View from the Wall is made possible by the team of dedicated pastors, editors, and the many contributors of I Am A Watchman Ministries. To support our efforts, give online at IamAWatchman.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time on A View from the Wall.